Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning from Coolidge, Arizona on April the 5th, 2020. It's good to be with you folks today. I want to say this first. If you value learning through classes taught by the church at Coolidge and would like to be a supporting member of this ministry, you may contribute your tax-deductible donation in several ways, through PayPal, if you have, or create an account to Coolidge at Coolidge.org. Request our easy, uh, our easy PayPal link uh, to use your debit or credit card for convenience at that time, um, or um, email to Coolidge Christian Church Attention Kathy, uh, Kathy Woodbury, treasurer. Post Office Box 430, uh, Coolidge, 85128, Coolidge, Arizona. And your support of this ministry ongoing is greatly, uh, greatly appreciated. Very much so. Thank you. 
After we continue Acts, uh, after we finish Acts, then we will launch our odds and ends, which are short, normally short, little uh, excerpts from the scripture that we intend to include for you to listen to at your leisure. Any time of the day or night, you can plug into odds and ends. They will be available soon, uh, probably by next week. The first one, I think, is entitled, um, The Hope of the Resurrection. Now, I have two things to do today, besides the text. But in the text, I want you to know that with all the trials that Paul has been through, there were no convictions. Remember that. There were no conviction. Secondly, is that God always speaks through appointed men that he holds mankind responsible to listen to. We are responsible for what Paul has said because he is the one who was appointed and through whom God is speaking. And we're going to look at the message today when we get into chapter 28. Now we're going to begin with chapter 27, verse 28, 38, 38. Acts 27, 38, jumping in the midst of um, the shipwreck, When they had eaten enough, they began to lighten the ship by throwing out the weed into the sea. Lighten the uh, the ship so that it is more buoyant. And verse 39, when the day came, they could not recognize the land, but they did observe a bay with a beach. And they resolved to drive the ship onto it if they could. Casting off the anchors, they left them in the sea while at the same time they were loosening the ropes of the rudders and hoisting the foresail to the wind that they were heading for the beach. No need to comment much on that. I do have some comments here, but we're just going to move on right now. But striking a reef where two seeds, that's where two currents of the seas come together, it tends to be normally a um, um, shallow spot. They ran the vessel aground, and the prow stuck fast and remained immovable. And See, that's just natural law. Uh, You have to always be alert to natural law versus spiritual law. God designed spiritual law, and he designed natural law, but here we find natural law in place where God does not intervene. Uh, with any other uh, at this point. The bow was stuck. With You know, it was just stuck. So the stern began to be broken up by the force of the waves. Is that natural force or spiritual force? Natural. Who was behind sp- a natural force? God was. God designed natural force working out naturally. 
The soldiers' plan was to kill the prisoners so that none of them would swim away and escape. The centurion, wanting to bring Paul safely through, kept them from their intention. Now, you see, that's natural law, too, and commanded that those who could swim, is that natural law? Do some people know how to swim and others don't? Yes, that's true. That's natural law. Should jump over first and get to the land, and the rest should follow. Some on the planks and others on various things from the ship. Why didn't God just miraculously move them from the ship to the land? Well, that would have required a miracle, and this was natural law. People have a hard time making that distinction. Chapter 28. When they had been brought safely through, then we found out that the island was called Alcatraz. Is that the name you see? What do you see? Malta. You can pronounce that one. And uh, how were the natives? They were kind. And uh, for because of the rain that had set in and because of the cold, they they kindled a fire and received us all, an act of friendship, the natives. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks, and I want to read this, don't want to miss a part, don't want to make many comments on it. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks, um, because they had a fire going, natural law, natural law, Not a miraculous law. God could have done it. But God does not violate his own law. God does not violate that. Uh, A viper came out and because, because of the heat and fastened itself on his hand. How do you suppose Paul felt about that? Yeah. You can imagine yourself having a viper come out and fasten itself to your hand. And when they saw the creature hanging from his hand, they began saying to one another, Undoubtedly this man... Now this is an assumption. Where will assumptions get you with God? Nowhere. Don't build a case on assumptions. Oh, that's a hard one to learn. If you don't learn anything today, you learn that you don't make assumptions and or draw conclusions from no matter how many assumptions you make, conclusions will only be based on those assumptions. And they might want to occasionally be right. Most of the people who are writing today in the news that I read uh, from the crises, uh, coronavirus crises, are making assumptions. Well, once in a while, one of them is going to be right, but that doesn't that, that doesn't make their that does not make them inspired. Got to remember that being right isn't the source of inspiration. But if you are inspired, you will always be right. 
So Paul was inspired. He was right. Peter, in First and Second Peter, you're learning that Peter was always right. It was not based on assumption, but what he had learned from God. God is always right. No matter what man says. So undoubtedly this man is a murderer and though he has seen has been saved from the sea justice has not allowed him to live. Is that an assumption? Yeah. Now they're in trouble. However, he shook the creature off into the fire and suffered no harm. Is that natural? I'm not sure about that one. But they were expecting that he was about to swell up or suddenly fall down dead. But after they had waited a long time and had seen nothing unusual happen to him, they changed their minds and began to say, uh, this guy is a god. Now, is that, uh, you know, fickle? It's the biggest to why the swing of the pendulum, I think we can find. Yeah, the biggest, yeah, I like that, Neil. So uh, they expected him, because of their assumption, to fall down dead, but instead he just shook it off and went about his business. Now that's one thing I've not experienced in life, is, a, is the bite of a viper that fastened itself to me that I had to shake off. I don't think I, I, I want to go there. I suppose someday if I live, it will happen. Because I like the desert. And so they begin to say that he was a god. So look about the um, pendulum swing that Neil talks about here. Now in the neighborhood of that place were lands belonging to the leading man of the island named uh, Publius, who welcomed us and entertained us courteously three days. And, um, and it happened that the father of Publius was lying in bed affecting with recurrent fever and dysentery, and Paul went into him um, and went into him and saw him and, and after he had prayed, this reminds me of James 5. Um, but however, the difference is, um, he, he had talked to him about his commitments in life and had prayed for him about those commitments, laid his hands on him, and healed him. Those were separate actions. After this had happened, the rest of the people on the island who had disease, diseases were coming to him and getting cured just like they do with Benny Hinn. Now, that uh, was not a true statement. They also honored us with many remarks of respect, and when we were setting sail, they supplied us with all we needed. Verse 11, at the end of three months, we set sail on another ship. And, and when they came to uh, Putoli, we found some brethren, this is verse 14, and were invited to stay with them for seven days, and thus we came to Rome. This was their destination. Now I want to remind you 
that after all of the accusations that had been made against Paul to discredit his message, that the purpose of it was to discredit his message about the resurrection. Remember that, to discredit the way had become the sect everywhere spoken against. But there was never a conviction. Keep that in mind. We'll emphasize that again here soonly. Verse 16. When we entered Rome, Paul was allowed to stay by himself with the soldier who was guarding him. And after three days, Paul called together those who were the leading men of the Jews, and when they came together, he began to say to them, Now I want you to listen close. I have done nothing, I had done nothing against our people or the customs of our fathers, yet I was delivered as a prisoner from Jerusalem into the hands of the Romans. Now grab a hold of that. Lots of accusations. It's easy to make accusations. It's easy to make presumptions. When they had, but when they had examined me, verse 18, they were willing to release me because there was no ground for putting me to death. No ground for putting me to death. And so he had been released. But when the Jews objected, I was forced to appeal to Caesar. That would upgrade his judgment. And still, no conviction. That's why we can hear and listen to everything that Paul has to say. I am, verse 20, for this reason, therefore, I requested to see you and to speak with you, for I am wearing this chain for the, for the, sa the sake of of the hope of Israel. That hope is defined in this text as the hope of the resurrection. Because that was the purpose of Israel was to demonstrate that there was life after death. They say to him, we have neither received letters from Judea concerning you nor have any of the brethren come here and reported or spoken anything bad about you. But we desire to hear from you what your views are for concerning this sect. It is everywhere known to be the most favorable and thoughtfully considered sect in the world. Is that what it says? You weren't listening. It is the sect everywhere spoken against. And the sect means it's just a fragment. Don't expect this movement to ever be big. You have to be on the way, and there aren't many people wanting to get on the way. And until you get people on the way for the hope of Israel, there's no use talking any further. It is spoken against everywhere. That's how you have an identity that it was really the, from God, because it was spoken against. Verse 23. When they had set a day for Paul, they came to him at his lodging in large numbers. Oh, I love that. They came at his lodging. 
Would you have been in that crowd or shunned him? That's a good question for you today. And he was explaining to them by solemnly testifying about about two things, about how to make a million dollars and how to become successful in all of life. Prosperity gospel. No, he was explaining to them by testifying about the kingdom of God. And I think that the kingdom of God is when it's addressing the individual as a part of that kingdom. And trying to persuade them concerning Jesus. Jesus now, when he speaks about Jesus... He's speaking of what Jesus established, and that's the church. So individually, we talk about the kingdom. Collectively, we talk about what Jesus did for those who were individually a part of the kingdom. And trying to persuade them concerning Jesus from both the law of Moses and from the prophets. Now, isn't that interesting? Even though, the, even though we have come to an end of the law, he was teaching them concerning Jesus. And he was teaching them concerning Jesus from the law and from the prophets. How many of you had ever had a lesson about Jesus that came from the law or the prophets? And yet that's what they speak of. From morning until evening, and no coffee. Some were being persuaded by the things spoken. This comes. To, this brings about the, the the fact that uh, that I brought up early in the end, uh, in, introduction today, because I always speak the most important things first, in, in case the world ends in the meantime. But how did those people become persuaded? By what things? In verse 24. By whom? Things spoken. By the things spoken. There is no other way, folks. It has to be spoken. It has to be taught. But others would just simply not believe. No matter what the evidences were, uh, that's a hard issue not a fact issue. And when they, you see, the mind um, gives us knowledge and accumulates knowledge, but the heart brings forth fruit in that it's what we do. The heart is what gives us the doing ability. And when they did not agree with one another, they began, to, they began leaving after Paul had spoken one parting word. The Spirit rightly spoke through Isaiah. And when it talks about the Spirit here, it's talking about the very thing that represents God rightly spoke through Isaiah. That's the key. Rightly spoke through Isaiah, the prophet to your fathers. Who was speaking through Isaiah, the prophet? the very Spirit of God. All that God was was speaking through him at that time. That's why it's called 
That's the breath, the holy breath of God was rightly speaking through Isaiah the prophet to your fathers. Here's what he said. Go to these people and say, you will keep on hearing and will not understand. I have seen folks in classes for years and years and years and they never get the picture because they have in their mind what it already is and they had it in their mind before and they won't change to uh, to uh, comply with what they're learning. You will keep on seeing but will not perceive. And there's a def- definition of seeing means what? The ability to perceive. For the heart of this people has become dull, and with their ears they scarcely hear, for they have closed their eyes. So the eyes and the ears are connected here as one entity, not a living person, but the ears are dull and the ears uh, that are closed and their eyes are closed, both of them accomplish the same thing. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart. That's the key. That's the the conclusion of that matter. And then I would heal them. Therefore, let it be known to you that this salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles through whom? Through Paul. And this again is my confirmation that God speaks through men, and through those men as it is recorded, then through them to us. We have no other way of knowing what God says or does apart from that. This salvation of God, this hope of Israel, has been sent to the Gentiles. They will also listen. He didn't say that all of them would, but some would. And when when he had spoken these words, the Jews departed, having a great dispute among themselves. Well, you can expect that, the Jews having a dispute. And he stayed two full years in his own well-rented quarters, and it's because he's in Rome now, and he was welcoming all who came to him, preaching the kingdom of God and teaching concerning the Lord Jesus Christ with all openness, Because, folks, it is the only way for this message to get out worldwide is through man. Must be true to that message, unerring in it. With all openness, Paul was able to speak to them. We have no idea how many, but for two full years, in his own rented quarters, He was welcoming all who came to him and he was playing games and cards with them. Is that what it says? No, he was preaching the kingdom of God and teaching concerning the Lord Jesus Christ 
We don't know all of what that included. So anything that we would discuss would be presumptuous. Teaching concerning the Lord Jesus Christ, anything that really, really dealt with him would be his content. With all openness, oh, that is so great, unhindered, the key to the book of where it needed to go for him to get to this position uh, where he could speak unhindered was for he to get to Rome and be put in um, rented quarters of the king. He has been through all of these trials, all of these accusations, but folks, he has no convictions upon him. No convictions. His message is, is truly from God. I'm done. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.